Alright, uh, welcome to the Top Down Perspective 2000, or sorry, 2010 Retrospective. No, wait, Tommy, this is the, this is our 2011 Game of the Year. Oh. We're gonna pick the Game of the Year from the games that came out in the past eight days. So, XBLA games? I don't even think I got any from this. Alright, so it's Isla Milo, right? Isla Milo Game of the Year. No, Isla Milo comes out, yeah, it came out on the 5th. What about Rascals, dude? Yeah, Rascals was really good, actually. Isla Milo was fantastic. Yeah. See, we, anyway. we've already got next year's set up already. We've got the fight of the yeah. century here. Write them down. <laughs> the, um, every other game's not going to beat these two. <laughs> we should just, this whole year, just do games of the week, and that's our whole podcast. And then, at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I see. Every podcast week. is a game of the year podcast. We'll constantly <laughs> be refreshing it. Just for whatever came out since the last podcast. It's like, oh, it's actually been dethroned by this week's game. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a bad idea. I, I apologize. Um, all right, I think we're basically just gonna go through our favorites of the year and just chat it up and fondly remember 2010 as a year of great games from beginning to end. I think so, anyway. Um, who wants to start it off? Uh, John, do you have a list for us? We'll start with your number 10, and then Sean will say his number 10 and whatnot. Okay. Oh, uh, January 11th. How about that? 2011. That sure is a date. 11, that hap- does that happen to be today's date? That's all one, so that's like some binary action right there. How cool! Oh is man, that? I was. I might just do it tomorrow, but I kind of want all ones. So maybe I'll just. Wait yeah, all day. ones. And and by tomorrow, I meant yesterday or today. Right. Although to the be fair, the tenth would also past. be binary. So think about that. <laughs> that's true. It's going to happen a lot this year. Anyway, um. Oh, September's going to be pretty good, too. So, okay. I'm totally anyway. lost as what we're talking about now, by the way. We're just talking about cool dates um, on calendars. <laughs> you know, like July 7, 2007, that was a pretty good one. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's let's talk about video games. Uh, John, what was your 10th favorite game of 2010? Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 for the original Nintendo. That was a good one. That was, <laughs> that was a great that one. That was a hot title this past year. <laughs> Okay, wait. Does that count because you played it a lot, or because of like All Stars? No, it was the original. I was, I'm all about the original. <laughs> so why why were you playing that this year in 2010? Like, well, it's, was it's it, Mario Three. You finally why discovered not? it. Mario Three is really great. Um, and who would have thought that, that game came out like this January, and we're still talking about it now? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, really stands the test of time. <laughs> Do you want my actual answer? Oh, okay. That, was, that's I what my other list would have been, just ten were... random, like, games I played this year that came out, like, in the 80s. Okay, okay. What is this, well, last year's now? Game uh, my actual choice for number ten, like, keep in mind, I did not play a lot of triple A's compared to, like, you guys, so I may have a lot of very bizarre choices on here. No, I'm looking totally forward to that. Yeah. Uh, my, temp- my number ten is going to be Tatsunoko versus Capcom, Ultimate All-Stars, for Wii. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, you definitely played a lot of that. Yeah, easily. I... Okay, wh- who is who is your main like pairing that you always played as? Uh, my main pairing I always played out as was uh, Ryu and Frank West. Oh, that's right. I remember that. I hated Frank Did West. Did you get that fight stick for the Wii or? Uh, no, I didn't go for the fight stick on the Wii. I have, I got one for my 360. I was debating between putting up Tatsunoko and Super Street Fighter 4, but mm-hmm. I realized I spent more time playing Tatsunoko. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, I guess that did kind of 
like strike a chord for the Wii audience and everything. So Capcom's back. Like I saw it actually at like events for the Wii, which I, normally you wouldn't see much fighting games on the Wii. So yeah, it was definitely big. I would say. Is it fair to say like the success of that paved the way for Marvel Three, or did they say that? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Like they wanted to test the crossover waters and. Like, they saw people still wanted it, so it's like, okay, we're going to do a new Marvel vs. Capcom. Does that mean okay. Marvel vs. Capcom is coming to the Wii? No. Alright. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. And Street Fighter never made it there either. But it's on well, the I mean, iPhone. The three, it's a launch title for the 3DS, Super yeah, Street Fighter 4. Which is huh. bizarre. <laughs> I don't know, I'm cool yeah. with that. I, I wanted portable Super Street Fighter. Yeah, but you know what's yeah, even better? Yeah, that for three hours. Professor Layton is a launch title. In Japan, yeah, like, all this stuff is for Japan. We don't even know what our launch titles are going to be yet. Probably gonna suck. Mm. Yeah. Can we just mention that up front though? Like three to five hours of battery life. What? That's at what? like high settings though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that's like during gameplay or whatever. But still, that's I don't know. You I know what? Like that's the equivalent of the PSPs, and I've I've been okay with my PSP, so I don't mind. I'm pretty sure I've played more than five hours of work time fun at a time. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But That's because when you're you playing work right. fun, all the game has to do is make sure like the clock's working because you're just putting <laughs> right. A pen and it's on not it really graphics thing. heavy or anything, and the only time the disc drive is spinning is when you know you're loading up another mini game. But yeah, I I don't know. I still think like 3ds Lite catch it 2012. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> all right, Nathan, what's you really think in 2012 there's gonna be a 3ds Lite? I don't know. I'm thinking 18 months after, but whatever. Oh, maybe we'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, oh, what my my tenth game or yeah? Do you want? Okay, uh, it ended up in tenth spot just because of uh, some issues I had. But uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, all the way at ten. Really good. It's number ten. Actually, uh, that's almost, that's okay because it's at nine for me. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't got, fit it on my list. Yeah, I, I it almost got on bumped one. off the list just because I was so upset with how they distributed the achievements in that game. The achievements definitely sucked. Like. I want to play it more, but no one's playing it anymore because they've all beaten it, basically. Yep. So the leaderboards are kind of just dead. And I, I basically only got to, like, to the fourth level anymore. because... I didn't even go that far. I only went to, like, the second and that was it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't need to go any farther. You could stay on the first one if you need, if you wanted. Like, I went through all the other ones just because I really, really wanted to, but at this point, like, it's kind of dried up. There's nothing else, nothing left for me. Which is too bad, because I would gladly play that game until I'd eaten a million ghosts or whatever cool things they could have come up with. But they didn't, so... Right. That's, and that's like, too bad. And, like, even with that, the way they had, like, how you went on... Like, because, what, for every level, there was, like, I don't know, 20 different things you could do in there. All of those little, like, challenges or time challenges. Yeah. So, so but, for oh, example, yeah, all like, different, like, like, time the trial things. like, the ghost uh, mode, you have to go through, like, five of those things before you, like, unlock it. So I only have, like, one actual map where I, I can play ghost mode, and yet, unless I want to go do all the other stuff on a different map. Yeah, I actually went and did everything, and I was maintaining my leaderboards for a while, but, yeah, again, it just runs out of stuff for you to do, which is really too bad, because, I mean, the music's awesome, it looks awesome, the menu music structure of it. I know, like, I have the soundtrack now, and I've listened to that a whole bunch, so that will carry with me longer than the actual game. Where'd you find that soundtrack? Uh, I, it's not available on Canadian iTunes. Uh, I actually had to sign up for a Final Fantasy forum. So that oh, I, I, I know where, at Steph F. Shrine. Yeah. 
I, I what have is no inkling to do this. Yeah, okay. uh, it's a website that uh, distributes a lot of video game soundtracks. It's where I've got yeah. all my Scott Pilgrim music from. And I had no, I just typed in like Namco soundtrack or whatever, and there was a link there, and I was like, fine, I'll get some, I'll subscribe to your stupid Final Fantasy thing just to do this, <laughs> and I did that. So I, I, I'll buy it happily if it shows up here, but I don't think it will at this point. So I'm sad. Really good stuff though. Um, both the entrance track and Pac-Man Rainbows are awesome. So yeah, number ten for me. Uh, Sean. Okay, now, ten, ten speaking things? of starting the show with the showstopper, my number 10 is Deadly Premonition. Uh, okay. Oh no, you just, <laughs> alright. What, what are your thoughts on Deadly Premonition? Okay, I'll say it, it was at number 1, and then I was looking back in it, and I'm like, you know, that game, like, it handles, like, garbage. <laughs> and, it won't, yeah... Okay. Everything it like I I understand everything about it is garbage like on purpose, but and that's funny, but I couldn't yeah. justify it being number one. And I and as it was going down, I was like, no, it's still just a one big huge joke. But I may wanted to make sure it was on there, so I just put yeah. it at the end, and I was like, hey, now I don't really need to like figure out why it's better than like Pac Man or whatnot. Love the game though. Okay. That's kind of like the weirdest spot for me. Yeah, okay. It, it is a weird, perplexing game. Um, I'm going to violate our rule set and hold off on my thoughts on it for a bit. Because it <laughs> Gee, may I wonder just if it's his on number one. What's that? I, who knows? Mysteries <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, John, what's your number nine? My number, oh, my number nine is Pac-Man. Oh, no, no. Sorry, John. John. It, oh. We're rotating. But uh, Pac-Man, all right, that's all game. We already, but yeah. Uh, my number nine is Dragon Quest Nine: Sentinels of the Starry Skies for DS. I never actually played that. How much time did you put into that game? For me. Oh, shoot, like ten, twenty hours. Okay, I was hearing like way higher numbers from online, and it was like crazy. Oh yeah, like I, I have, I did not get too far in the game. I'll be perfectly frank; I haven't beaten it. But people have spent like stupid amounts of time playing that game. Right, like just like, doing what? Leveling up, grinding. Leveling up, like side you, it's a it's a multiplayer RPG. If you want it to be. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Right. Yeah. That online stuff. Um, like the way it works, there's like I think ten to twelve classes in the game, and you can level them all up to level a hundred. Oh, right. Geez. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, okay. And then isn't there the like one a, thing a, I hit... huge item sit, uh, trading and stuff you can do? Yeah, there's like all these quests you get. And you can trade items. You can make your own partners if you don't have any people to play with and stuff like that. That's awesome. Pe- I didn't even think people of that. can come into your game and like they can help you along with your story, or you can go into theirs, etc. Cetera, right, et cetera. Right. It's a really good RPG. Kind of yeah, like, like Borderlands style. The funny thing is, I find it to be a better RPG than like Square Enix's other major RPG this year, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Well, yeah, Thirteen wasn't great. No one really thought Thirteen was great. Exactly, but and you kind of liked it, but still not not super great. Right? Yeah. Did you ever beat it in the end? Thirteen? N- no, I'm like thirteen okay. hours cool. into it. The thing the thing I was looking at like from nine, doesn't it? Like, isn't it all created characters? So there's no real kind of characters, or do you encounter NPCs that just kind of join up with you? Sorry, what game? Uh, uh, Dragon Quest. 
Like, um, I, don't you create everybody? Yeah. So, is there a lot of dialogue then in the game, or not really? You're the, the, your character, you have a silent protagonist. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's a character who follows you that's kind of like Navi in a way, but not as annoying. Okay. That basically does all the talking and, like, like that you would But do. only for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, does your party members ever talk? No. Okay. I actually don't like that. And I think that's what really turned me off, is how everything's created. I kind of really like, like, I know once I get to, like, this town, I'm going to get the next character. I like, I really like that. I, I admit, I do kind of like that aspect of other RPGs, like, characters with personality. Like, Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, exactly. Like, all, all the characters in Vesperia have, like, really good charisma and attitude. Yeah, and with that, you actually get, like, attached to the character. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of what turned me off from that game. I still think it was a good game regardless, though. You know, I heard it was great, and... You know, but it just... Uh, here it takes forever, and like like I said, people playing, like, hundreds of hours, I don't have time for that at the moment. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, are you playing through uh, Golden Sun? I am, yes. But I, well, I, mean, I like, didn't if, hear anything. If you ever crazy. get sick of Golden Sun, it is definitely a good RPG. Like, did you play any of the other Dragon Quests? Like, Let's say eight for an example on PS2. No, I played three back when it was Dragon Warrior. Oh, jeez, right. <laughs> I played some eight, but eventually, just the lack of story stuff kind of, I didn't care anymore. Some evil wizard was doing something, and eh. Yeah, I don't. I I still find them to be really good RPGs, and I think they've gotten better than the Final Fantasies lately. Right. Well, there and hasn't plus been it helps too that many. Level like, five makes them. Level five rocks. I love level five. Okay, quick question. In, back in Dragon Warrior 3, the only thing I can remember that is when your party members died, they turned up as, like, coffins that fe- fe- followed you around. Is that still a thing? Yep. Okay. Yep, that, that's kind of a staple of the... Team. So your party members do follow you, like, exactly in line where you go? Yep, and whatever item you've equipped on them, that's what they have in their hands and what they wear. Okay, that's always cool when they, the character actually, like, the model changes. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, what was your number nine? Okay, my number nine ended up being a Just Cause 2. Really? Yeah! I like that game. That game has a Zeppelin that is a nightclub. That is true. just kind of find it, and that is awesome. I don't know. Also, airplanes. I like flying airplanes, and I don't seem to encounter them in enough games, and this one was, like, all airplanes all the time, so I was, I was really into it. Um... I, to be fair, I haven't played it in quite a while. Like it was kind of just a giant binge thing earlier in the year, but I did like at least fifty hours in it. Um, it's crazy. I, I I like it. It has no story really worth mentioning, but just big explosions and big weird set pieces and stuff. So I, I, I thought it was I definitely really walked into that game, and while I was taking my shoes off, I was like, "Open world! Oh, I don't even get this." But then once like I was only in my socks. I was like, I'm starting to get a hang of how this, like, grappling hook works. And then as I was walking through, like, the house in my socks, maybe putting some sandals on, it started getting really fun. Uh, sorry, I missed some of that. But, um, yes, grappling hook's great. Uh, something about shoes and sandals. Alright, cool. <laughs> um, yep, <laughs> sorry. Podcasting. Okay. Yeah, Skype. I think we should really, totally just yeah. start Just Cause Two over again. Just Cause Two is great. No, I, I, I don't know. I've just kind of said my piece on it, but uh, uh, why is it not? I don't think it's on anybody else's list though. So 
we won't really be talking about it again. Oh, it's just gonna be so edit- hard to edit. What do you mean? We'll just, you know, keep that in. That That's what happened. Internet. Oh, well, that's not gonna happen, but I'll see what I can do. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um, who, who's next? Sean? You're the host. Yeah, Sean's number nine is up. Uh, which we've Pac-Man. already discussed, so. Okay, so back around to John, number eight. We should probably say it's Pac-Man if you missed it. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we were in number eight. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's that was yours, is what I'm saying. That's not my number eight. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, Pac-Man didn't make my list. Right. Oh yeah, right, right. Okay, it, it was in a consideration, but it wasn't actually on the list. Okay. So it was a nominee, but it didn't make the cut. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Super Meat Boy. Oh, cool. That is also my number eight. So let's talk about it. Um, nice. Oh man, that's that my really number good. eight. Wow. Is, is All it right. Seriously? It's not. It's not even on my list. Oh jeez. Oh. You have my hopes up for a second. Man. <laughs> just weird, like. But yeah. That game's fun though. I just. Yeah. I I only got like halfway through it, and I, at that point, I was just like, I can't. I can't just sit here and hate myself. I do find it funny that we have such an abusive game on like two of our top ten lists. Yeah, I I've I was actually this whole past week really playing it savagely again. I've gotten hundred percent on the first three chapters. But why? It I, doesn't all it does is hurt you. I, why do you keep coming back? I unlock new dudes, man. Spelunky. That guy can like rocket forward, it's weird. And the braid guy, Tim, he's really awesome. I don't know. I, I want more achievements than I have for some reason. And that game is kind of it's 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 addicting somehow. One issue I ran into, though, is, like, World 4, Hell, I'm at 96%, and I've done everything, and I don't know what to do. You, you haven't missed a warp? Uh, no, I did all the warps. I got all 20 bandages. Um, I, I'm thinking maybe the issue is I didn't beat, like, two of the levels with Meat Boy. No, that can't be an issue, because I've gotten 100% on worlds that I've beaten stages without Meat Boy. Like, okay, yeah, like, I used Gish on one or two of them. And I would... you mu- you're either missing a, a warp zone or you're missing an A plus. I guess so. I I I'm pretty sure I have all the A pluses. I'll I'll check it again. But yeah, either way, you're 100 percent sure you have all the bandages. Yeah, 20 on 20. Uh, there was one level that I was reading about that apparently has two, but uh, it only counts one for some reason. Level 19 in Dark World. But that's weird. It's weird. Did you you beat it though? Eventually, right? You got through everything or? No, not fully. Oh, okay. I'm in. It's hell. one of those ones I go back to slowly and play for a bit. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, bizarre but... reverse stress relief. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of similar. I'll go back to it and I'll play like where I'm at and I'll go. All right, this level sucks. I'm gonna go outside and enjoy puppies and hugs and the sun. <laughs> and Isla Milo or something. And it's and rough. something that something that'll hug me back when I want okay. affection. I I don't know. Some about it like it's just like challenging yourself to just like, no, I can do this. I figured it out. I just need to execute this better. That said, uh, the rapture, like, the, the kid or whatever, that's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. Apparently one of the that. DLC levels for t- internets is going to be all I want to be the guy based. Great. That sounds fun. <laughs> I don't... Like, You're totally going to do it, I realize, it Rapture has terrible music. I'm just going to say that. It's really boring. It's like slow, eloquent, like, piano-y stuff. So, like, of. Rapture from Bioshock? Maybe, but it doesn't work well for intense, fast-paced platforming. Like, I, I have to add... Maybe to that's a secret. Things. Maybe you need to slow down a bit. 
just slow down on those levels to use those weird warp repulsor things. I have no I idea know. what you're talking about. There are these weird... Oh, did you not make it to World Chapter 5? No, I'm on Hell. Oh, okay. Hell, hell's... Hell's... Yeah. Eventually you'll get used to it, but yeah. Um, I also bought on PC, which kind of re like reignited the fire and everything. It Yeah, it's awesome. Why'd um, you buy it on PC? Because it was $3.75, and the VVVVV guys in it. So and Minecraft Super guy. Tofu Boys in it. And Head Crab. Yeah, Head Crab's not great, but it is there. Super so. Tofu Boy just sounds so funny. I unlocked this one guy, I don't even know where he's from. It's Fly Wrench, and it's terrible. Fly Wrench? It's like a, it's just basically like a stick, like a, <laughs> like a white vertical, like a, like a wrench? Like a, I guess it's supposed to be a wrench or something, but like you press A and you kind of fly like a bug, I guess. Is oh, what fly it is. wrench. I, okay, there you go. Yeah, it, and it's, it's a vector-based game by the looks of it. Yeah, and it's really hard to control, and I don't, I don't quite get the. Maybe you, of. maybe that's that's the thing. You won't be able to master Super Meat Boy until you can master until that you guy. Out, figure out the fly wrench. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Tim, like I said though, that guy destroys that game because he can basically float in one place with his time powers. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, Super Meat Boy. I, I, I kind of stole the stage on that one. Uh, your thoughts on it, John? <laughs> no, you, you pretty much covered everything I was thinking about it. Like, you're more gung-ho about the game than I am, to be honest. Which oh, is weird. I would like, think this is John's game. Yeah, like, I usually, I love brutally hard games, so, like, I'm, that's pretty much all I need to know about me. Like, it's a hard game. It doesn't pull any punches, and I love it for that. Good stuff. I, I guess, yeah. Super Meat Boy, number eight. Um, who is it now? Sean? It'd be Sean because we both had number eight as Super Meat Boy. Right, and okay. you did not put Super Meat Boy. So what? What are we talking about? My number eight is Scott per- Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game. Nice. That's okay. my number six. It's a great game. Okay, first off, soundtrack. Let's just get that out of the way. Fantastic. Amazing soundtrack. So good. Love it. I've listened to it so many times. I think that, like, wins my best soundtrack of the year. I would just um, say that. Because Sh- Shatter didn't come Pac-Man out this year. tracks, but... Yeah, I know. I really like those Pac-Man tracks, though. I'm probably going to put those. I didn't really get into the Super Meat Boy soundtrack like people did. I don't know. I, I, I think I am going to lean with Sean on this one and give Anamonoguchi the soundtrack. Okay, I do have it, and I have to beat that game. I still haven't gone back to it. But speaking of which, yeah. uh, the some DLC came out for it. You can now play as Knives Chow, and it actually did adds. It finally, did it yeah, finally come out on Xbox? Finally came out, and it has three achievements. So oh, that's awesome! When did it come out on Xbox? A couple weeks ago. Because I like I have been checking for ages, and it was only on the PS3 for the longest time. I haven't downloaded it myself. I told a friend, and he went and just went and downloaded it. It's like 160 points. I know it's out. Okay. And yeah, it comes with like three more achievements. I think it's for like 50 more points. I want to say. Hmm. Alright, that's not bad. Yeah, no. How much really, was that? 160 points. So like two bucks, I guess. Wow. And I've, yeah, and I've been looking good. for an excuse to play that again. So. Yeah, I just... Okay, if that thing had online multiplayer... It would, that's that's what kept it from being... That's why it's so low on my list. Right, is like, it the same? Be, it'd be in the top three. Especially if with this knives thing, because I just... I know tons of people who are like, I could go back to that, buy the knives thing, we're all playing online. Nope. Yeah. But, no, and that game's great. The art is awesome in it, and 
if you've if you've seen the movie and if you've read the if it's great and if you've read the books it's even better because there's tons of little extra things from just inside the books and it's just a lot of fun yeah Edgar Wright's in there too yeah yep. what was that my cat is being an idiot so yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh, number eight or yeah sorry uh Scott Pilgrim. I I didn't end up putting it on my list. I've been meaning to play it again, but it's it's good. You know, River City Ransom and ten bucks. Better. How awesome was yeah, that when it came out? Bucks. And we were like, "This is only ten bucks." Yeah. Mm. Good movie too. I mean, watch that one. Yeah, it's probably one of the best movie game tie-ins in a while. I think yeah, it is. The I guess best. I hadn't really thought of it that way. It. It's right up there. It's think, like totally within the spirit of it all. Like, I, can you yeah. think of a better one? The only one that I would say comes close is like Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine was good. Um, yeah, I guess so. Like the Riddick game isn't even its own. It's its own thing, really. It's not directly. And like, I, I this is probably going to be the only time a movie tie-in game is on my top ten. Well, yeah, hopefully the change, presumably the would be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, what's your seven? Number seven. Um, this one might seven. be a little controversial with you guys. Heavy oh, Rain. No. Oh. Okay, I like okay. to point out, I like Heavy Rain. It's Nathan that doesn't. Okay. Yeah, that story really okay. falls Okay, let's apart. put the story aside for a second. That game's fun. Okay. Like, it's... Yeah. It, it, I don't know. Did you play Indigo Prophecy? Because that kind of tells me whether Admittedly, or not. no, I didn't. No, yeah, but I hear I Heavy did, Rain so took that, like, much further. Uh, it... I guess it kind of does do a lot of the same tricks, though. And it is a lot more mainstream people. than, like, Indigo Prophecy was. Like, yeah. a lot more people experience Heavy Rain than Indigo Prophecy, I'd imagine. That's fair, that's fair. It's Jason? Just, and, like, it's not like Indigo Jason. Prophecy Jason. is a great Jason. story. Jason? Jason? Jason. Yeah, just that stuff, and like the voice acting, and the story where it goes. You know what? I I like the the, the non children voice actors. The non children. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that because <laughs> yeah, your son. I like I ended up getting in trouble with him because I was just like, wow, this kid sucks. Just go to bed. Shut up. No, you don't get any pizza. And then, <laughs> I want you to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. No, go watch it. a cartoon. I need beer. Yeah. That pirate cartoon, though, that's alright. The pirate cartoon is fantastic. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I didn't watch know. all of that, actually. I didn't either, but then I read some news online of people going, that thing rocks, and linking to like the YouTube page, and it is really good. Hmm. I think maybe it's just like I was too excited for it, and then I'd kind of already experienced a lot of things that people were seeing for the first time via Indigo Prophecy. And I do want to say Indigo Prophecy also has a pretty <laughs> terrible story. Like, I'm not going to say it is much better, but the freshness of it kind of wasn't there for me. But whatever. It it is a it did have some cool moments in it, I'll give it that. Um yeah. Like what was it? Was it the kind of gameplay meets movie kind of thing about it or Yeah, like it, it you know what besides the story having like plot holes, I guess you could say. I just appreciate what they tried to do with it more than anything. They weren't fully successful obviously but I just appreciate them giving something different. Yeah, and it did catch on quite a bit. Like, it sold pretty well. So. And, like, it was yeah. like there was a point in that game where I was actually, like, really into it to the point where 
something was about to happen, and I just instantly reacted, and I didn't want to, or, like, I thought I did, and it was bad. Like, it actually, it did what it was trying to do, making you do your just your gut reaction right away. I think I know the part you might be talking about, but, uh, yeah. I, I, I also looked at it as the way is, it, it was a game that actually kept me coming back to it. Like, I, I went through it almost nonstop. That's true as well. I did like two things. Did you play the taxidermist? I didn't actually. I have it downloaded, but I never played it. I did. That is, it is really creepy. They do a great job yeah. of just making you feel did... really scared. They never did do the rest of those, right? Because of uh, the move version of Heavy Rain, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know if there ever really were supposed to be more of those. Like David Cage kind of just said pretty early on, like, no, there's not going to be any more deals. No, I think there wasn't. I think I remember that. Like, a, a pretty press sure we release. discussed it. Yeah, during a podcast, I think it was one of the things, and they said, "Hey, we can't do it because we have to work on the move thing." Uh, is that out now? Did it is. Patch that? Yep, it is. It is. Okay. It's a free download, I believe. Hmm. I I don't know. I probably still wouldn't bother. But yeah, John, I definitely recommend the Taxidermist because it's probably one of like the creepiest parts of that game, and it's not even part of it. Okay, yeah, like my my PS3 is currently out in our in our loft because we usually use my girlfriend's, so I will have to give that a look later. All right, Nathan, seven. Uh, my num- oh yeah, my number seven ended up being a uh, Singularity. That's my number seven as well. Yay. And actually this time, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, just that was a solid first-person shooter, and it kind of reminded me how fun uh, incredibly gory violence is. So that was awesome. <laughs> like uh, Raven, like they did Quake and stuff, like Quake 4, I guess, but I didn't end up playing that. But also Wolverine, they just they love some violence, and it hit up that kind of thing where and, the guns hey, are lost references. Drag dudes. Yeah, yeah. Some lost stuff and just time travel in general is just a cool thing. Um, Did you play any of the yeah, online? I, I didn't really like the online. I got way into it the was online. Very, but it's like Left 4 Dead kind of. Yeah, but I think I have every single online. online achievement. Okay, I honestly just wanted like straight up deathmatch on that because I wanted to use those guns against people, and they didn't really do that. So, I don't know. Like just, oh well. But in general, yeah, it was it was a fun playthrough. I, I'll probably I, I did start a hard mode playthrough on it, and the combat's definitely sharp enough to where that'll probably be pretty fun. Um, and yeah, just a sharp looking game that wasn't really given the marketing and stuff it deserved, so it's too bad. And they got some cool powers, yeah. though they don't explain it a bunch. Like what? Is, like they don't turn him into a baby, but now he's like, in, how, how, what <laughs> he's is, a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. Time now. made him a monster now. Yep. I I don't know. Don't don't worry about it. Just kill it. So it's like, okay. But it was always cool, like, yeah. turning them to dust. But guess what? You're yeah. really old really fast! <laughs> and now, yeah. Some cool time gimmicks and stuff. And rewinding time on stuff that is all old and decrepit kind of always looks awesome, so... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was a solid game, fun achievements in it. Like, uh, oh, what was the one? It was, like, kill ten guys with one clip or something. So to do that, you have to use the time bubble thing and then, like, headshot them carefully. Yep. It was cool. So like like the bullets slow down. Uh, yeah, like just kind of bullets right in front of their face kind of thing. Bas- like it like I never played Time Shift, but I was interested in it based on the trailers and stuff and then I heard it was terrible. So I figure feel this kind of executes on everything I thought looked cool about that really well. And yeah, oh, it's got the And that gun that you control too. the bullet. 
yeah, that that's the main one where I was just like, wow, I'm shooting these guys, and then they're exploding. Like, their yep. limbs are flying all around. This is crazy. Oh, okay. Um, what about those creatures that you need to, like, walk around? The stealth kind of bits? Those were okay. Th- those weren't bad. Like, there was parts where I was literally like, Broke please up the pace don't nice. move. Yeah, there's some okay tension and stuff there. I, I, I don't even really... Oh, yeah, the story had, like, kind of the binary, like, decision thing at the end, which was okay. There was three decisions at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could, you could side yeah, with it, either it, of the guys, or, like... I, I just don't want to... I'm not yeah, going to I totally... Saw, they got nominated for a Writer's Guild Award, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, Singularity did, just recently. I'm not sure how they did, but uh, that's kind of cool. Like, it's nice to see that game getting some recognition. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for its campy, sure. fun sci-fi story. So, yeah. Uh, good stuff. And the multiplayer, you said, was pretty solid, too? I, I, I enjoyed I, it. I, I really I played it. a bit of it. Is it... It's it, it's fair to say it's kind of versus mode, right? It's basically versus mode, but there's they got some cool like when you're a creature, you're always uh, like defending this beacon, and the guy and the player humans are always trying to get there to activate the beacon because if they activate it, all the creatures are dead and the game's just over. But if they defend it long enough, then you move on and you have to do it three times. So I just yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so I guess back around again. Uh, John, number six. Wait, did Sean say this? Mine was Singularity. Singularity. Oh, okay. Singularity, Singularity. Uh, my number six was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World of the Game, which we already discussed, so it goes to you, Nathan. Okay, a game dev story. I'll put that on. What? Main... Yeah! That, that is great. That is high up for an iPhone game, man. I do. I played it, but and it... I just... I'd... Maybe well, I just I have heard it, a lot of good... Like, pe- super... People have gone on about game dev story, so... Were you having issues with some aspect of it? Like, people weren't liking the controls or something for some reason. I thought they were really intuitive, but... No, they're fine, and there's definitely some... I'm just... I'm always... I always don't have money, or I don't have enough resources, so it always kind of sucks in person. We gotta do the contracts. I know, but, like, I I just found out about that, but, like, my part... My employees will come up and be like, hey, can I try making the graphics better? And I'll be like, no, because I don't have money. And they're like, aw, man, okay. And I'm just like, I'm sorry! (laughs) You don't need to feel bad. There's no, like, uh, employee emotion. No, I know, but the person goes, aw, okay, and then I feel bad. Yeah, I more just get really angry when I put tons of research points into it and actually do it, and then they still fail. Yep, I get super angry. There's been a point where I'm almost like, I'm going to fire you. Yeah. However, there's been times where I was about to fire somebody, and then their response to it was like, I guess, like, I understand, okay, and I was like, oh, I can't fire you. <laughs> I, all right. I don't know why you got so attached. Okay, to I think I just want to be best friends with all of my employees and not make games. Did you hire Mr. X? Because that guy's cool. He's I, got a mask. I didn't. I I only have like a luchador. Do you get to a point where you can hire more than four people? Oh yeah, yeah. Quite quickly. Uh, I'm I still. At, I have like six games out there, and I can only. I only have four people. Oh, okay. Like whereas I'm on like my fourth career, I think. So I've played way too much of it. It just kind of opened my eyes to like the awesomeness of iPhone games. Like there actually are good ones that you can sink time into. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, that's definitely like before. the deepest iPhone game I have. Yeah, because people are like, "Dude, Angry Birds," and it's like, whatever. You throw birds at the thing, okay? But this game actually has some measure of depth to it. Only thing I kind of wouldn't mind if it goes even deeper. Like I hope they make a sequel. I've heard they are. 
but I don't know. How would you feel about, but, yeah. like, one, like, actually on a console? Like an Xbox Live Arcade one? Uh, I'd play that, too. Would, I, but would I, you prefer it on iPhone? Or, like, like is the iPhone a... Like, that? that's the selling point? Like, is it is it being on the iPhone the key? Not really. Like, I played a ton of it at home, too. But also on the bus and stuff, and just everywhere. Um... But yeah, no, I, I definitely sink some time into a home version too, just because I like the core idea so much. Like making games is a tycoon game that's it's brilliant, and then weird combinations of genres and stuff. That whole thing was kind of cool. Did you come? Up, did you always come up with cool names? No, eventually you kind of just like the, due to the character limit. Like I just kind of ran out of creative ideas, so I just make terrible. Oh yeah, at one point I did basically try the Activision route of just making a ser- annualized series of games like Guitar Hero, oh. a dancing game, and it's just like, no, every six months, check it out, here's another one, and it's like, you lost a bunch of fans because they don't care anymore, I was like, oh yeah, well check this out, marketing, got new fans, who needs you anymore, and just did that for like 12 games, and they're always like reviewing like super well and winning game of the year and stuff, but no one wants one anymore, it was weird, I just, at some point, snapped and wanted to try that out. I might just like role play different publishers, go through it. That's probably no, a good idea. Call yeah. Duty. Call of Duty again? No, you want? Do you know what you want? More Call of Duty. And just, it's true. I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what. Just the, the possibilities want. of it, and I love it's like weird kind of winks at the industry and stuff. Like, oh hey, this thing came out. I don't know if it'll sell very well, and it's basically like the, uh, the Virtual Boy, comes out, and they're just like, this thing's really weird. <sighs> and then sure enough, it fails like two years later. So, yeah, satire. I like it. It's it's good. It's a good game. Uh, number six. Moving on, I guess. Uh, okay, me. I Professor Layton in the Unwound Future. Not surprised. Oh. Yeah, I didn't play that. Did you beat it? I haven't beaten it, but like Professor Layton has a great small little place in my heart, so it'll always be there. And it's a lot. It's okay. a lot of fun. Future Luke. Man, come on, the, the, the villain is evil Professor Layton. How sweet is that? Are you about to fuzzle together? I think that... They announced that in, like, the I've... first few hours. Yeah, I've And then, that, like, the re- majority of the game is, like, tracking him down and stuff. Wow. Wait, so they're just saying, like, in the future, decades from now, because of some alternate splinter timeline or something, Layton's evil? Yep. Wow. And future, awesome. and future Luke is, like, so the only way, the only person that can beat evil Layton is good Layton. I'm gonna bring him to the future. <laughs> okay. And there's Luke and Luke and there's up and yeah, they're they're always like hanging out. Cool. And like there's like cats and th- there's talking rabbits. So these sound like good things, yeah. Yep. It's huh. I, I'm always enjoying it. Always enjoying. Yeah, I was it. just thinking about the second one again. I gotta go finish that up before I move on, but I do like that series quite a bit. So yeah, level five. Five is great. Yeah. Yeah, like how many? We've had a couple level five games on here so far. Dragon Quest and that. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably gonna be it. Going. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think that's all well, they like, released. White Knight Chronicles, right? You guys. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, did we, did everyone say their number six? Oh yeah, Scott Pilgrim was. Okay, yeah. so background number five, John. Number five is NBA Jam. All right. I'm glad that was brought up because that is not on my list. That discussed yesterday. Yeah, I have. I still haven't seen it at all. It like I like the fact that it's a sports game that I can just play really quick rounds of. Like matches go faster than any other sports game that I'm aware of. 
Have you been playing online at all? Or? Uh, I have not played any online. I've had a bunch of friends over. We've had like four player matches and like everyone was getting into the game, just going crazy. It's it's also one of those super simple to pick up games. So like, I just told everyone the buttons, and then like we were beating, like having really close matches all the time. Like we had matches where the last shot won the game. Nice. Did you ever win so a game by like a slam dunk? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Did you ever win a game where you jumped towards the hoop and then all the monsters <laughs> jumped on you, so uh, you stretched out your arm okay. and you got it in there? <laughs> Hate you so much. I love that movie. I was actually, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it holds up. It really does. You can watch. I have that a feeling it doesn't hold up at all. <laughs> no, I've watched it like. Uh, you just really like that ago. song. I believe I can fly. I I do have the soundtrack as well. Yeah, it's, I'm somehow not surprised. Yeah, that's not even my How favorite is the song magnet, on that soundtrack, though. Are, like, are, are golf balls magnetized? What? <laughs> I guess so. It has a metal core or something. I guess. It is alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Red. yeah, it's that's alive. also awesome. <laughs> anyway, so Space Jam is my number five. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, it, so good, though. Lim- Limbo is my number five. Limbo is my number five. Um, oh, <laughs> Okay. Good game, right? Yeah. Short, but awesome. I really like it. Like, I played it again just because it's, I don't know, goes down smooth. Okay, first half is better than the second half. I do enjoy the spider stuff more than the factory stuff. Yeah. It's it's just got a better, faster... Like, I really love the way the hotel sign looks, but it's just a lot slower in the first half, and it's great. Yeah. It, It definitely opens with its best stuff, I guess. But I do like how it ends. Kind of just weird. and Is it a, like is it gay, abrupt, though? Kind of abrupt, but in a way that doesn't really bother me. I've, I've, I've seen more abrupt things in film and stuff, so you kind of get used to it, where you're just like, oh, okay. Interesting. I suppose. Um, and yeah, the art style and stuff. like. Oh yeah, for like sure. It. And like the sound design. Just, yeah. just really, really I, good. And, you know, like, despite the fact that I do have the full 200 points, that game had some pretty clever achievements in it. Like, I, I played it obsessively for, like, a week. Like, for the eggs? I beat it, like, seven times. Not so much the eggs, because there's, like, facts for that, but just, like, you go, you, know, you have to get through this game without dying more than five times. And just the kind of precision that takes. Well, that's only one of the achievements. Memorization. The rest of them yeah, are all the I know, eggs. If you want all of well, them. Well, then there's actually, yeah, like, super the hard eggs. eggs. Yeah. So it's kind of at some point like uh when I was in the thick of it like I kind of just was getting the eggs like going that route somehow just cuz I'd figured them out. I don't even Yeah, I was doing stupid things. Like I beat the less than 5 death things by going through a pretty weird route a couple times. Like the, the, you know with the gears and everything you can get crushed and Right, right, like yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Good good game. I really liked it. Um it was 15, right? I believe it was, yep. I think. Yeah, because it was like, a summer of arcade. And uh, yeah, it was like super yeah. controversial because it was like three hours. If that. Like an hour if you memorized it. But I don't know. I still think it was well worth it. And I hope, you know, Play Dead goes on to do more awesome things. So yeah. Number five. Uh, I guess back around again. Number four? Oh, right, because you both had the same. Yeah. Uh, that, that happened again. My number four is Pacross 3D for the DS. That's not on my list. I, finally, I, I like, really want so, to play it. I'm glad it was brought up. I hear it's fantastic. Okay. I, this game was in my DS for about half a year. 
and you're just it constantly going back to it. Is it mind bending though? Because I was looking at it, and it just looked like that just looks stressful somehow. You know, it, it's just... not really stressful. Like it, it eases you into it really well. Like okay. literally, the only reason I stopped playing it was because I lost my stylus. Oh. Actually, and then I, I like I tried to play it with my hands. That's how how much I enjoyed <laughs> have to the game. play this. <laughs> Need to grow out oh, my nail. A, oh. Yeah, someone give me a pen. Just using a a pencil with like an eraser. It's okay. It, do, would you be able to just go into it, or do you need to play the the two D Picross? Regular Picross, because I have that, and I found it okay, but eventually too crazy. It, it it's easier than two uh, D Picross, I'd say. Okay. So it's 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 kind of its own challenge. You have to be like you can break it down into small, very small two D Picross pieces, basically. I haven't I haven't found it like t- uh, too challenging, and I do agree that the original Picross, like the two D one, gets kind of psycho later on. Hmm. So you could just jump into the three D with that no Picross experience. Exactly. Okay. Cool. I want to do. That. And there's quite a few like, puzzles. Like the, right? the game so... has a really good tutorial that eases you into it really well. Okay, and it's like twenty bucks or something too, right? Yeah, it, like it started. It came out at twenty bucks or maybe twenty five in Canada. I can't remember. It's like the Brain Age stuff. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really do a lot of DS stuff this year, but that that I should check that out at some point. Like, I I didn't mind the original Picross, and it's kind of Sudoku-y, is that fair, in its logic? Well, you're not really, like, putting numbers in. You're, you've got a number, and then you've got to mark off boxes, so. Oh, okay. But, alright, okay. Picross. It just looks Sudoku-y because it has boxes and numbers. And it's one through nine and everything. But... No, it's, like... What? Well, it it can be one to like fifteen, because like it, it'll Nathan, say I like you played this game. No, I just saw a bunch of footage of it. I guess they were playing very easy puzzles though, so maybe I didn't get the full. You're talking about the game of the year. Yeah, like the the look at it over at Giant Bomb. Yeah, the uh, they were they were playing on easy mode. Yeah. Okay. So I I, th- I assumed it only ever went to nine by nine or by nine. No, uh, I believe fifteen by fifteen is the max. Okay. Huh. In fact, I think they showed that in that same video because they went and made that crazy puzzle. Oh, right. Yeah, that random thing. So then there's downloadable puzzles, too? Like, so yeah, uh, I think there was weekly downloads for a while. I didn't really get to them because the game comes with, like, 360-something puzzles anyways. Oh, okay. Like, I, I'm only about, like, 200 puzzles done. And I think my girlfriend might have actually finished it. Like, she she played it a lot more than I did. Wow. And I played it a lot. Alright. I, I really want to play it. I've always been. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's probably the best puzzle game that was on the DS this year. Better, Although better there was a late game this year, so that's... <laughs> I was going to say, compared with, with Layton, you might have a challenge there, but it, like, it doesn't have a... St- it, it's the best non-story puzzle yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're probably comparing puzzle the puzzles game. against each other, Picross probably wins, but Layton's story is always great. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess my number four. Is that, yep. Is that okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, initially I had it higher on the list, and then I thought back on it and felt kind of weird about it. Uh, Fallout New Vegas is number four. Where was um, it? It was number two for a while. Which <laughs> okay. Um, I did really like it, but I think the only reason it was that high is because I played it more recently than my three and number two spots. Um, but yeah, it 
it's a really good game. I never really got into Fallout 3 in the same way I did with this one. Like, something about the narrative and stuff just totally didn't interest me at all. Um, it is really janky all over the place. Like, uh, especially towards the end, like, it started freezing on me a lot. And actually one whole quest line glitched up entirely, which was unfortunate. And you were still fine with it. Even with that, like, there's so much good stuff in it that I kind of didn't care. And, um, yeah, just solid characters, great voice acting. Have you gone, have um, you gotten any of the DLC? No, I didn't get the Dead Money. Dead Money? Is that what it's called? I think so. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I did not get that yet. Um, I might at some Did you get all the DLC for Fallout 3? Uh, not all of it. I, I bought Broken Steel and eventually got a disc that had Point Lookout on it, but I haven't done those things yet. Okay. Although, I guess Broken Steel, it just increased the level cap too, so I'm level 23 in Fallout 3 now. I feel like no one really talks about it, but they they have iron sights in Fallout New Vegas, and it makes the shooting actually not terrible. So, you can play that like a shooter if you really want to, more so than you could in Fallout 3. Um, and yeah, the different faction stuff was cool. Uh, the hardcore mode, or whatever it's called, with the health and everything. Um, I hear that's like, very hard. Like, constantly. Yeah, um, I kind of... The only reason I stopped playing it is because I basically got painted myself into a corner with that by angering one of the factions to the point where they basically have assassins chasing me all the time and I Great. cannot survive that attack or at the very least my companion cannot and I don't want him to die so I'd have to load up an old save and lose a couple hours of stuff I will do that sometime but I was not, like I'd just come off of playing 50 hours of it my first time through so I wasn't really in the mood for that but in general yeah, it's just it's everything I kind of Everything I've been told about how awesome Fallout is, I feel is better realized here, mainly because it's the same guys who made the old ones. It's just got better writing. Um, so you think it's better than Fallout setting. 3? By far, yes. Okay. I found it way more compelling than Fallout 3. Despite its horrible technical problems, which hopefully have been fixed, because there was a patch. So going back to it won't be as terrible. I feel like Obsidian kind of gets kicked around a lot. It's kind of weird. Because I also played Alpha Protocol, and it didn't make this list, but it was really good. It was a solid game. I really want to play it. It just had... Yeah, like, uh, the... I'd recommend maybe just throwing it on easy mode, because then you negate all the problems people had with the gameplay being kind of janky. Like, the shooting isn't awesome. That's just true. However, I would say it's better than Mass Effect 1 in that regard. Because that had terrible combat. And I hear there's like a specific like class you should probably play as, because that'll just make everything easier. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Like, I think just easy mode basically makes it possible to play through it and have a good time, and you're enjoying the best parts of that game without all the problems. Like, the story, How's the, Nolan the way North? that stuff plays out. Um, I didn't even really realize it was him until later. Uh, he's just this crazy kind of homicidal agent guy who is way into killing stuff, and I was playing kind of more of a straight-laced dude, so I didn't really get along with him at all. But, okay. yeah, his name's Stephen Heck, and he was okay. But th I don't know why... Yeah, Obsidian, they make quality games. Fall New Vegas is quality. Um, get, you know, delete your system cache, get the patch, and hopefully you'll have an awesome time. Uh, yeah. Uh, number four, Sean. DJ Hero 2. Alright, interesting. I 
I don't know. What what was it about DJ Hero 2 that struck you? So, I love DJ Hero. First game was fantastic. I believe it was on my list last year. Uh, yeah, the first one was on my list as well. Is the second second one's not on your list at all? No, That's I depressing. mean, I I it it started off like I, I me and that game started off on like the wrong foot entirely somehow, and eventually it grew on me a little more. But I still never quite fell in love with it. It's okay. Now. I really like it. Leaderboard stuff is fantastic. Having like all your friends on the left there as you slowly pass each one of them with your score. That's fantastic. The recommendation stuff was great. Um, and you know, I, I like the first one. I didn't like a lot of the songs, but the ones I do like, I really like. Like they're on my iPod. And just okay. you know, you you find like a good eleven that you really like. I love that you can actually like favorite these ones. So that makes finding those ones easy. You don't have to like go through the menu the whole time. Also, user interface way better than the first game. Way better. However, did the first one have a pretty terrible menu setup? Or? It it did because like it had it was pretty basic from what I remember. No, it had like these panels and you just move left and right and each panel was like a three songs and then one of the panels was like quick play and it was like three to the left. And you had to oh. you had to like make everything you have to be like okay let's say you wanted to play one song you'd be like okay I'm adding this one song to my playlist and now I'm gonna play the one song playlist. Whereas this one just has oh. a now. So you're saying it was kind of hard to just play the songs you wanted? It was kind of hard like, just to play, like, if you wanted to play, like, one. Like, the the quickest yeah. way to play from song to song would be, like, okay, so there's three of us, we're all going to play turns, so let's find three songs, and then we'll just kind of rotate through, as opposed to being, like, okay, you just played that song, now it's my turn to look through the list. Which was garbage. Okay, one thing, though, the box art is terrible. It's really bad. Wait, what? What is terrible? The box art? Oh, this so is just boring. the white box. It's just white yeah. with like the fake turntable, and it says DJ Hero Two. That said, I really didn't like the DJ Hero One box art either. Not it was great. Just, like all these random stickers, and it's like rock and roll, electro, techno. And it's just like, yep. what are you? There, what? Could, there could have okay. been such some really cool stuff they could have done. Yeah, but they didn't. So. I, I don't know. Like, it didn't go... I guess part of the thing was, like, with DJ Hero 1, they have that ridiculous intro, if you, if you remember. Right, with the Like, it's with just the Zeppelin? crazy, like, giant needle kind of tearing across the city, and, like, dudes in trucks climbing up it, and then they're riding this giant record needle, and then this, like, this overpass is crumbling as dudes are DJing and stuff. The crazy and, intro like, cutscene of the first one? Yeah, and that, I kind of just, like, watching that, I was just like, man, I want the game to go in that direction at some point. Like, you're just playing, and then, like, stuff's exploding for no reason, other than it's, like, a crazy fantasy scenario, because it's a video game. Instead, they're just like, no, here's some clubs. Here's some Yeah, clubs. but all all the rhythm DJ. games have always been, we're going to make it seem like you're actually playing in this place. I don't, I, I, I guess, but I, I can go to clubs and see that happen. I can't see a dude on top but of the you're not the DJ as it lights up in time with the music. Think about that. But anyway. Yeah, okay. And, like, the latter half of the soundtrack I felt was pretty awesome. Yes. It kind of opened with, like, a Soldier Boy song or something, if I remember. Yeah. And I was really bummed out. I was like, really? This is the direction you went in? Oh. And then... Eventually, they brought out the good. Oh stuff. yeah, vocals. And apparently, not there's great. a Daft Punk song in there. There is at the very end. That I missed. All right, I gotta play it again. 
Achievements, though, odd-numbered. What's that about? I know. Worst odd-number achievement ever. You get 16 points for five-starring every single song on Expert. That is li- 16 points. That is literally never going to happen, and so I can't get all the odd ones to even it, to round it out. Yeah. It did, it did work out for me, but now I kind of feel wary about doing certain things in that game, which shouldn't happen. Yep, same with but... me. Yeah, I, I fixed my score as well. But there's straight up an achievement for failing this one song, and that gets you one point. Really easy. Yeah, I never want like, to do that. Don't I literally that have ever. to make sure yeah. no one ever plays that song, because if they fail, guess what? I get one point. <laughs> yeah. That's the opposite of weird. what a game should be doing. It's a weird thing to criticize a game for, but I guess I did it with Pac-Man in a way, so... yeah. No, achievements, achievements are part of the game now. Every, like, If a game comes yeah. out without achievements, that's that's biz- that's insane. It is true. It has like even much like Nintendo like games game. have like inside achievements and stuff nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number three. Um, oh yeah, I guess we're all the way back around number three. Uh, John, number three. Number Top three is Bayonetta. Okay, I respect Bayonetta. I'm glad it exists. Um, and I say bah. Wh- what? Okay. What? Oh yeah, you tried playing it recently, didn't you? Again, for the second time I tried playing it recently, and I just, it's, eh, whatever. Oh, Why, wow. like, you just don't like it, or what's up? I, I, it, I could just never get into it, ever. I don't know why, it never gripped me. For sure, okay. hitting the climax button and then having dragons come out is cool, but I was, for the rest of it, I, I don't know. I just never was interested. Like, like it's kind of absurdity didn't tickle you in any way? I, I guess I, not. I, I like, found I, that stuff kind I of I didn't funny. get to anything crazy enough. Like, the only really absurd stuff was when you got to, like, an end of a boss. But I wanted, I want that to be happening all the time. It it does amp up later on, I will be perfectly honest. I'm sure it does. Yeah. The ending stuff of that game is just weird. Oh, man, the ending of that game is ridiculous. Like, I was really tired when I played it, and it just seemed all just overbearing. Is there several endings? Strange. Yeah, kind of. It, it feels like, like there's se- there's like several points where you think it's going to end, but then it keeps going. But then like it just starts ramping up the ridiculous to. I heard about that, but I was wondering if there's like and there's a dance. Party. Can you get different so. endings? No, okay. no, that's what I was no. wondering. There's one ending, and I I don't know what happened in the story of that game. Like there's little Bayonetta as a girl walk around and something something. I yeah, uh, it's it's time travel. It's a time travel. Storyline essentially. Oh man, I think I saw that girl. Okay. What's that? Yeah, yeah Cereza, Cereza shows up at like the end of stage two, I think. Yeah. I don't know as, who as early as that. Is, yeah. I think I, I saw and a little girl. So. Yeah, Cereza is a little girl. You'll you'll talk to her later. Are you supposed to think that's Bayonetta's daughter somehow? Or what? yeah, originally the game makes you think it's her daughter. I, I didn't think okay. one thing about it. I had forgotten to be honest. <laughs> I thought it was just a little yeah. girl and. Like, I thought they were going to be like, oh man, is she going to kill a child? Oh, no, she let her go. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I Like, was it all the Sega references or something that was helping you out? Because I apparently missed a lot of those. Like, it's just like... With, with me, like, I was excited for Bayonetta com- like, coming into the new year. I was waiting for that game. Because okay. I'm a huge fan of the Devil May Cry games, and it's the creator of Devil May Cry that made Bayonetta. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it was basically it was basically like Devil May Cry three amped up to ridiculous. So was it everything you want from a Devil May Cry game? Um, 
There are points it could that could be improved, of course, but otherwise it was really good. Like I know you're huge fans of like men with muscles, and Dante has that, and she doesn't. Was that like the one no. thing you could have had? I'm more a fan of giant breasts, so yeah. Even though she didn't really, hey, whatever. No, no, she. Yes, I'm not gonna. Anyway, objectification, but uh. Bayonetta. Yeah, I got all those posters. Oh yeah, you do have those posters. I totally forgot about them. I just found a tube, and I was like, "What is this?" Oh right. No, those, I I'm gonna say though, those oh, posters. Right. I better go bad. hide this again. <laughs> yeah. No one can know I have this. Yeah, but someday. Just put that up in your kitchen. Fill a room. <laughs> Just all five of them. Your mom comes over to visit. What's this, darling? What's this all about? It's just like, oh, she's a witch. Um, she likes stripping. Powers. She's really good at dancing. And, uh, yep. She has rocket shoes. <laughs> yeah. She kills angels. You know, good stuff. Yeah, something about that game just didn't quite stick with me, but it, it was a good time back when I played it. That was like, it, a, what? That was a year ago. It came out, much. yeah, the first couple weeks. It came out the same week as like Mass Effect 2. Yeah, it's like the one-year anniversary of Bayonetta. Or no, 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 it came out the same week as Darksiders. Yeah, that was a good game, too. I, I played both of those. And had that, that was on my consideration list, so... Yeah, that that was kind of one I wanted to give props to. Yeah, that's fair. I, I Like, kind of not much more to it than beating the game, so... But I'll play another one, gladly. But yeah. Um. So, Nathan, you're oh, number three. My turn, I guess. Number three. Um... My number three ended up being Mass Effect 2, which I really like a lot. I'm playing it again right now. You Not really right do now. have Deadly Premonition as number one. What's that? What game? Uh, there's still two more spots to go. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Literally, the, knowing you, the only other game you have in your list is Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, okay. Interesting theory. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you you got me. You okay, got, you whatever. Got, you hey, guess what? Mass Red Effect Handed. Two is my number Mass one. Mass Effect Two, cool. That's awesome. Uh, are you? Do you want to talk about its awesomeness right now? Yeah, sure. We can do that. That's fine. Bit? Okay. Um, I'm playing it on insane right now. That definitely changes the pace of the combat in that game to the point where I was like getting really frustrated at times. But when it's all working, it's actually pretty awesome. So, what even, what even class on insane, are you playing? It's as? actually pretty fun. Sorry, what class? Yeah, on insane because I because I there's I hear there's some classes that it's just they don't work on insane. Yeah, Vanguard I think is the one no one does. Which one's Vanguard? Is that the one where you like go through things and then like melee them? I think so. It's like close quarters stuff apparently, which would kill you. Are you just going soldier in insane? No, I'm actually infiltrator this the sniper rifle one, but um okay I have an assault rifle and stuff as well. I played uh, through it like, with it, the guy that can like go invisible. I don't like that was your oh in, yeah you were an infiltrator then I believe as well because yeah that's one of my main powers is you go invisible for like five six seconds and then you can which is great I love that power. Yeah yeah um yeah the game on insane though like it th- there was one boss battle that I actually had real major problems with because they don't stock you up at all at all like b- an hour before which it happens. boss is this so you're just kind of. It was uh, when you're trying to get Grunt, like the Krogan mission. Uh, you end up fighting like one of the key lieutenants of the Blue Suns and a giant robot and a bunch of Krogan like experimental. The only thing subjects. I can rem- remember from that is you fight like a huge thing that's in the background. 
No, that I don't think that was in. No, that's not in that that bit at okay. all. Okay. Do you know what part I'm talking what about? Thinking of. When you fight a giant thing that was previously in the background. No, it, that's it. It's in the background while you're fighting because it's like really far off and it has like tentacles or it's a giant worm or something. No, no, there's. Oh no, you're thinking of yeah the Krogan loyalty mission with Grunt when you're fighting. The okay, I knew it had something to do with. Grunt. Yeah. I don't know how hard that's going to be. I haven't done that yet. Um, but it just it ended up the way I beat that boss battle is the game glitched and the robot froze and got stuck. And I was so happy because <laughs> I was flipping out and yeah. That anyway. Did you buy all the DLC? All even Um, yes. Did you play them? It was on sale recently. I played I I think I'm kind of in the middle of the Firewalker one. Okay. And I think I did one of what? What's the other one? I haven't done Overlord. You did yet, Shadow, Broker? Shadow Broker. So I'm. Sorry, did you or did you? I didn't do Shadow. You didn't? Broker. Okay, because that's the best I not, one. I haven't yet. No. That, from what I hear, that's okay. the one I played. It's fantastic. Do they use that same vehicle thing? Because there's a vehicle in the Firewalker one. I heard that's where they first introduced the vehicle. I didn't play Firewalker though, but the vehicle part in Shadow Broker is definitely the worst. Okay, I'm like I didn't enjoy, I didn't mind the little vehicle bit I played so far. It, it, it like it like it starts off fine, bit. but like as far as like I don't know how you're gonna do. I was just I just kept bumping into stuff when I was trying to turn or move around things. But okay, luckily, so it's the, really the short in Shadow Broker. Right. Um. But yeah, like it, playing it again, like it definitely brings back a lot of the good feelings I had for it. Uh, they, uh, playing it uh, with a already completed profile, they give you tons of minerals, which is awesome, because you don't need to mine nearly as much. It's just like, hey, here's 50,000. Are you playing it again as so a I good guy, or you're going renegade this time? I'm playing as a good guy because I can't stand what you look like when you're playing as a bad guy. Like, your eyes just get all red. But then you get to just kill people. Face. I know. I'm like I'm actually playing it again and just reminding myself how awesome it is and hearing about how they beeped it up for PlayStation 3. I'm that close to actually just getting that version too. Wow, it's that good. Because like it's apparently using the Mass Effect 3 like buffed up engine right, or whatever. Yeah. And the one problem like I've like Game of the Year footage from other sites and stuff lately. I've been seeing the PC version and it looks so much better. Like it just looks so crisp and awesome and there's no like weird kind of muddy textures at all. Whereas now with 2, like, I'm seeing it through, like, knowing there is a better Mass Effect 2 out there, and it's making me sad. Because I'll just see, like, some kind of fuzzy-looking thing. But, yeah. In general, though, really, really awesome. Uh, y this was your first Mass Effect experience at all, so what was Well, I played a bit of the first one so and just didn't like it. That's fair. That that game has a mountain of problems. But uh, yeah, no, and then I immediately going into 2... It's fantastic. It has a really, really good opening section. Like, with, like, your ship... Like, the pre-credit sequence? Yeah, kind of like, stuff? your ship, like, the pre-title cards? Like, ripping apart and everything? Yeah, guess, yeah. When, like, seeing that when again, you, like, leave really the, the, like, the first half of your ship and you're outside and it goes, like, silent, that is awesome. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, it does That's what, open. At that point, really I was like, good. okay, this game's great. And, and I, I was hooked from there on. <laughs> And the combat stuff felt pretty good to you? Yeah, or? that was, like, my main issue in the first one. I did not like the combat. Yeah, also, like, playing it again, I find it... Oh, yeah, there's no elevator stuff, either. Um, yeah, the load times were all hidden really poorly in the first one, so... 
<laughs> yeah, I did notice, like, someone mentioned it earlier, like, there there is a moment in the Citadel where it's just like, oh, sorry, hold on, sorry for the inconvenience, ma'am, and then the door opens. Yeah. Like, every single time. Like, there's now. a weird loading thing there. Yep. But, uh, other than, yeah, for the most part, they hide their loading times okay, or they just kind of are like, no, we can't really hide it, but here's just a cool-looking loading screen. Which I think I prefer that they... over long elevators. Yeah, because like then you have because the with the elevator you have something up. to hate. Whereas who's going to be like, I hate this loading screen. It's a it's a fa- it's, it's fact like, of life. In, yeah, unless it's like, oh, unless it's mod nation my ship or whatever. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't see those firsthand, but I heard some pretty bad things. But yeah, um, so you're on board for Mass Effect three then? Like, yeah. did you get a solid ending? Like, are you going into the next one with? A, I think everyone survived. Good? I'm pretty sure every. Okay, I think cool. I saw one person die, but I think it, I was told it was like a like a requirement die, like it's a just it's a nobody person. Okay, I think with mine, like I there is someone who died who is not like a key party member of mine, just uh was, supporting. Was it Kelly? Kelly's dead, and <gasps> that's kind of why I'm playing it again because oh, I gotta man, go save Kelly's her. Kelly's awesome. I can't she let that happen. She feeds her fish. I know she feeds her fish. Like, oh no. <laughs> I forgot I totally bought fish like eight hours ago in the game. They're probably dead now. <laughs> that sucks. I haven't been going to my... Uh, I bought the space hamster, too. This podcast okay is over. Though, right? I gotta be right back. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta load it up. No, my fish are long gone. I forgot about them. But yeah, just the weird little character touches they put in there. Space hamster? I do, yeah, I do wish, though, like everyone else has said it, and I just want to say I agree. Uh, the helmets thing, where if you are wearing cool different armor, you can't see your face right. during dialogue. Get rid of it. That's terrible. Like, I loaded up the, like, DLC stuff, or, like, the day one uh, content, and it was just like, oh, sweet, bl- like, dragon armor, that's awesome. Oh, wait, no, I can't play this at all this way, right. because yeah. I can't see That seems like something they'll fix for so. sure, considering how much they streamlined this second game. Yeah, maybe if I play uh, like a renegade, I'll just wear a helmet the whole time, and then I won't have. To yeah, there you go. Then you get your blood armor. Yeah, there you go. And you're are you playing Lady Shepherd too? Just like final question. Yeah, because Lady Shepherd is the only Shepherd. That's right, Jennifer Hale. Good stuff. Ma- Mass Effect Two, awesome, awesome game. All right, um, so since you guys are done waxing about that, I want to ask something. Okay. Uh, Earlier this week, I was considering starting Mass Effect 1. Do you recommend I actually play through Mass Effect 1, or do you think I should skip straight to 2? Uh, I'll say my part quickly. I didn't play Mass Effect 1. 2 was fine. They, I didn't need to know any story stuff, because they basically have like a new story. So it was totally yeah. fine. However, Nathan has the number one experience, so what do you think? Right. Like they're, they're, the, the sci-fi universe they built is like really, really well-crafted, I guess, so you'll be missing some subtleties and stuff, and there'll be some character interactions that just won't really make much sense, but they're... They do kind of consciously downplay it a bit, not so they don't alienate people, or they don't have to work out too many different permutations of different choices from the first game. If, if you follow... Like, basically there was, like... There's a couple characters from the first game that could have died, and mm-hmm. it, so in the second game, they're kind of barely mentioned because they would then have to build wave tons of stuff to incorporate them in like two different completely different stories for each character in this game so they kind of just didn't bother so they get around it in some clever ways Keith David's character is barely in it but so what you're saying is you don't really need number it. one you don't really need number one um like yeah the combat is really tiresome and some of the quest structure stuff is kind of 
just drawn out and boring at times. I'm just worried there it might turn you off stuff of going there, to the second one. Yeah, like, d- d- everything that's wrong with the first one is totally dealt with in the second one, for the most part. So, How, However, with that said, I kind of, I really want to go and play the first one right now. After, And, like, I've always had it, it hadn't gotten time, but I came out of Mass Effect 2 like, going, like I want if, more. Maybe if you have, like, a quality PC or something, because the, there are some serious frame rate issues on the first one. Like, it's, it's kind of ugly nowadays. I, I watched my roommate play a bit of it, so I do know some of the jankiness and, like, the vehicle segments aren't that good. Like, I didn't so hate them as much as some people, but at some point, yeah, they just get tiresome. Nathan, do you uh, think it would work if he, like, kind of just, like, read up on the story of the first one, like, wikipedia the first game, and then played the second one? Would he be all good? Well, going in with, like, some understanding of what happened in regards to, like, you, you'll want to know who the Reavers are. Like, that stuff is kind of just, like, brought up front as just being like, oh, man, those guys are super dangerous, and you're just like, oh, okay. And I know they're, they are because of what they did in the first one, but you might want to know that stuff. You'll, the only thing you'll be missing out on is kind of the the cool aspect of your choices carrying forward from the previous game kind of coming to light in this one, which was an extra layer of awesome for me. But it, I don't know if it's worth going through, like, the 25, 30 hours of kind of janky, bad frame rate stuff that the first one has. So, yeah. Although, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I will play through Mass Effect 1, is what I'm saying. I mean, like, you did go through Uncharted 1 and still came... Yeah, yeah like, well, I enjoyed Uncharted 1, remember that. I yeah. have the Platinum on, in Uncharted 1. <sighs> right. This is definitely jankier than Uncharted 1 was in relation to its sequel, but, like, yeah, I guess just the same, like, don't don't let it throw you if you don't really like it because the second one is way better. So. The other thing is I'm thinking like usually I have issues of going into a sequel without having played the original unless they're completely disjointed. But they're so. not disjointed really. So yeah, like I mean they do their best to kind of downplay it, but yeah, there's definitely some key callbacks to the first one. And right, then just... yeah, I I will play through the first one before I play number two then. Okay, I I I'd, I'd say it's worthwhile. Like I did it, and it's. it's it's good. It, like, I played through it twice, actually, when I did finally get back on board with that game. But, uh, it, it gets better. And hopefully Mass Effect 3 will, once again, step things up a bit. Like, no mining maybe will be the thing, but whatever. Okay. Did you hate the mining, Sean? Like, did it really bother you, or...? It was kind of annoying just because I got to, like, I knew I needed all these upgrades, so I basically, I left it off all the way to the end, and then I was like, alright. And then you're just like, two hours. six hours of mining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whereas I kind of just obsessively was doing it all the time, and then to the point where I had way too much by the end of it. That's foolish. But yeah, I know. But yeah, Mass Effect 2, it's it's really good. And And that was your number three? That ended up being my number three. My number three? Um, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit. Nice, that's my number two. All right. Yeah, that game is in the mail, apparently, coming to my house. That's all, I'm glad to hear that. I can't wait until you get it, and we're going to play some online. I, yeah, I will totally and, join you. At some point, it was just like I was sitting at home, like getting through some final Assassin's Creed like achievements and stuff, and then I was just like, I really just want to race cars. Yeah, you do. Have fun. Yeah, you I, do. And then I hit the I hit the button on Amazon. I was just like, do it. <laughs> Mail it. I don't care how much now. it is. Just <laughs> I want that game at my house. Just send it to me. God. Yeah. Like I can't not do that. So yeah, pretty soon I'll be on board. It's that really train. good. Like. My so my one issue I was telling John earlier. I wish I had more online achievements because all I want to do is play the online. <clears throat> See, like I rarely ever hear someone say that they want to play get online achievements. So. Right. 
Well, it's just because I'm playing the online so much, I want to get more from that. Like, there is, there's like maybe six online specific achievements. The rest are that you can get online can be like, do your first spike strip, which I did get online and stuff like that. But I just want more because I'm playing that so much. Because I'm at a part in the campaign where the rubber banding AI is kind of getting annoying now. Oh, it does have those. It does, but it only has it like once you're like halfway through all the all the events, then it's it starts getting really noticeable. For the first bit, you're going to be coming in first pretty easily, and that's great. But eventually, you're going to just realize how great the online is, and you're probably just going to stay with that because that's where I am. With that said, though, the experience doesn't go up as fast online, which totally sucks. Oh. That's too bad. So I always, I'm kind of like, man, like, this is super fun, but I could be getting levels way faster if I just go back to the single player. Hmm. And, like, how many friends are on your leaderboard? Because I hear that's kind of a big part of... I have three, which is fine, because every time I go back to it, it's like, hey, you got, like, five things you could be doing. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I just need yeah. more, though, because there's that stupid achievement for having five friends with that game. And I don't... I was lucky I have, like, ten yeah, on my list. and I don't want to just start sending out friend requests be- to, like, random people being like, hey, you want to be my friend for, like, three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> like, just people you recently raced with? Like, just say, hey, do you want to be my friend? Well, do the game want, also want... recommends friends for you. What? That's awesome. That's weird. Does it? I haven't even seen like, that. Based on what criteria? That's what Autolog is, man. Autolog takes your, your racing time, like your style, and it recommends friends for you who have similar, like, oh, times. I haven't even and seen that once. When, that's what you go to, like, the friends menu. It, like, Autolog recommends. Okay, so there's like, a they, whole They will recommend friends for you game. to add to your list. Okay, I will look into that. One thing I'd like to point out, I found my Xbox Live Vision camera, and it took a picture of my Tron poster. I'm, like, the only person on Xbox Live with a profile picture in that game. <laughs> like a proper your own yeah, profile picture. Because yeah, because every time like you get a license and when you're playing online by your name, there's just like a silhouette of a guy who he probably has a faux hawk. Oh right, they totally did that in Burnout too. Right, that was my favorite use of yeah. the vision camera that I've encountered. Right, it's great. And like, do they do the thing where if you wipe somebody you, out, no, you can take you, like you a don't. taunting you photo? Pretty, you don't. Which kind of sucks. That was awesome too. But yeah, then again, you know, Burnout's all about crashing. This isn't. This is all about driving fast. I guess, to be fair, this game, though, is all about, like, breaking other cars with, like, spike strips and stuff, but that sucks that that part's not in there, but I'm just glad they gave a use to it, because no one else seems to, and yeah, so if you see the guy with the Tron picture, that's me. Cool, cool. Alright. Oh, I guess, John, your thoughts on it. Yeah, like, it's my number two. Uh, I would like to state that this is a game that made me buy a Need for Speed game. Yeah. Yep. I was just thinking that too. Like, what was the last Need for Speed game you guys undercover? Got into? Like, I like most. Most wanted. wanted. Yeah. I actually, I've okay. been playing a lot of them. Like, the only one I haven't played is Shift. What about like Pro I've Street? I've played it. Why? Because it was. I was like <laughs> crazy. I got free rentals at the moment. All right. Oh, okay. Wow. And I and I own Undercover, and I actually don't own Most Wanted, but I have played that, and that one's fantastic. Actually, I should probably say it's it's the first Need for Speed I've bought at full price because I got Most Wanted. I was late getting into Most Wanted. I got that for like when it went platinum. That's that's true. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's fair. I got into it late too. 
Like, this is the first one where it's like, oh man, I have to have this. To be fair, like, the only reason I bought this day one was because it it looked great. Then again, all the racing games do until you play them, I guess. But Criterion, yeah. and with my love of Burnout Paradise, I've kind of now made, like, a solemn swear to buy everything Criterion. Okay. So, Black 2 is... Which, speaking of which, um, all the Bur- yeah. Burnout yeah. Paradise DLC is on way discount forever now, so you should all go buy it. Oh, wait. Forever? It's not like a... No, I'm pretty sure it's... Welcome it's, to 2011. No, it's like price cut. Oh, man. Like, Big Sur okay. Island I is could, 560 points. I could go points. back to that game. When it was previously, like, I think 1600 Okay. That's interesting. That's a good proposition. Sorry, we kind of cut you off, John. Uh... What what were your experiences with? Did you beat? Did either of you beat the single player? Like, is that? I'm almost done cop. Okay, so it has two different stories. Yeah, there's the cop path, and there's there's no stories. It's just there's a set number of cop events. There's a set number racer events, which is good. Do you? Because the main issue with a lot of the Need for Speed games is why is there a story here that's not Razor Callahan? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Razor Callahan did kind of make most wanted. Yeah, five and he grand. set the bar pretty five high for that series. Grand. Mm-hmm. What is it? Yo, this is number f- one on the blacklist. Yeah. Yeah. Five grand says I can earn before you can run with him. Another bolt on Wonder Boy, something like that. Looking to get smoked. Looking to get smoked. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Another bolt on Wonder Boy, looking <laughs> to get smoked. All right. So if this game had Razor Callahan, it's pretty much the only way it could be better. Is what, what I'm hearing. Probably, yeah. Like, is there any? Oh, I guess the rubber banding thing was another bit of an issue for. Well, that's a Criterion staple, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's I'm a racing game staple. Racing like games. literally, there's going to be rubber banding AI. It has to be, otherwise, you're not going to have fun. Because like we can all be sitting here going, "Man, I wish it was just easier to be in first all the time." And then if if they gave us that, it'd be like, "Man, this game is too easy." So yeah. we literally will like, never just... get what we want. We have to like rubber banding AI. Well, because they want you to like be fighting dudes to get to the front. Yeah, they want us the to time, feel right? challenged. Like, and even if they did something where it made it seem like that, but in like the last mile, they're gonna slow down. We're gonna all notice that. It's gonna be like, why am I even trying? I just know he'll slow down near the end and let me win. There's literally nothing we can yeah, do. Rubber banding AI is the best solution. Yeah, I guess. It kind of sucks. Yeah, but why? That's it. You just, like, what would you prefer? I would prefer some proper solution to it. I don't know. Like, what, just more advanced AI that's just more challenging without being cheap, kind of? Basically. They just use their abilities better. I guess. The one bad thing is when they get speed boosts out of nowhere. Yeah, Yeah. like, that that is not fair, unless unless the human player gets the exact same thing. Like, I'm fine if they have, like, enough nitrous to get that boost, but if they're literally just now driving faster, I'll be like, what is going on? But yeah. Anyway. So is that why you gravitated to the online, maybe? Just to be in a fair fight at all times, kind of? Yeah, for that. And, I, you know, that's probably that's the main reason. And I can play, like, Hot Pursuit the whole time. Because that's the best gameplay mode. Okay. It is true. I, that it, it I don't is know the, the lingo, so I'm, I'm not sure what Hot Pursuit is like fighting the cops. Cops versus robbers. Yeah. 
and it's okay. full on four. And regardless of what team you're on, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, either team is always great. It's never like, oh man, I'm a cop. It's like, okay, now I have these ones. Now I'm going to smash okay. you. And also, great smashes. Criterion knows how to break cars. And they're licensed cars this time too, right? So they, mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. Stuff. Licensed cars and concept cars. And the damage is never quite as extreme as in Burnout, but it's still pretty gnarly. Yeah, or... it's still pretty good. The, and the camera always knows where to go to watch you flip that car. Like, check out this car tipping over. Yeah. yeah. So I got a question. Do you ever have any weird glitches in the game? Like what? Like you? I think you've fallen through the the tracks a couple of times, haven't you? No, I haven't. Does that happen to you? Uh, it hasn't happened to me. It's happened to Paul a couple times. But I had one weird glitch when I was doing a single-player mission. Um, you know how you press A to skip like the intro cutscene, and it just goes to you driving? Yeah. Uh, when I hit A, uh, my car apparently must have spawned where uh, another vehicle was, because my car just popped up in midair and started flipping around in circles. Okay. And then like it, like it kept doing this for like... I don't know, 10 seconds while, like, it was still moving forward. Then it landed and just let me drive, but my HUD didn't come up. Okay. So I drove half the track, and then suddenly my HUD appeared, and the clock started at zero. So I had done half the race without actually getting timed for it. <laughs> so do you have, like, an so awesome leaderboard, leaderboard like, score? Like, amazing? I have, like, an awesome leaderboard score so on much. one mission Ugh. that's, like, 50, a minute 20 seconds ahead of Paul, I think, or something like that. <laughs> I can just see him That's sitting there not knowing the story going, I don't get it! How, he, how did he No, no, he was, he, the funny thing times. was, the funny thing was, we were actually in like an Xbox Live party chat at the time okay, it happened. I thought you were gonna say like, we were in the same race and like the timer was going for him, but it didn't start for me. <laughs> okay, that would be broken as all hell then in that case. Alright. Yeah, no, great game, Nathan. The minute you get it, you have to let us know. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be bu- on Xbox Live. I won't just appear offline like I do. And bust like, out your vision games. camera. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I will. I don't know. I'll have to borrow one from one of you guys. All right, we won't get- even have one in the house, I think, actually. All right. Wait, you can't use Connect for that? No, you can't. I honestly haven't I'm tried. I'm pretty sure you can't. Man, that's weird. You'd think it's just like, hey, it's a camera. Let's let's go. That's oh well. Uh, sorry. Uh, my number two, I guess, or it's, we, yeah, we it's it's okay. It was, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, my number two game is Red Dead Redemption. Thereby... If, I'm pretty good, aren't I? Yeah, process of elimination, you can probably figure out what my number one could be, but we'll save that. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, yeah, I wasn't... Going into this game, like, before it was coming out and stuff, I wasn't really that, like, amped up by it or anything. It was just like, oh, okay, yeah, they're making an open-world Western game whatever, and then the reviews hit, and there was, like, some promotions and stuff where I managed to get it fairly easily, and I was like, okay, let's see what this is all about. Really, really enjoyed it. It was, like, the action is way better than GTA, I would say. Like, um, did this not make anyone else's list? No, I open world games. I didn't play it. I'm not really into them. Right, Remember, there's a lot of of AAAs I, I own, but have not played. Right, okay. So, alright. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Um, d- did you at least see the ending, Sean? Yeah, no, I beat it. I, I don't beat it. I beat talk it. About... We probably okay. shouldn't. I really like that should, ending. Yeah, it's a good ending, but we shouldn't. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna talk about the ending, but in terms of just like the normal video game ending where it's just kind of peters out or like a Mario game or something where it's just like, I don't know, it's a parade. Uh, <laughs> it just ends on a good dramatic note, which I thought was awesome. Well, it kind of like, ends like and then there's like another thing. part. 
there's a nice little like epilogue on it that was just pitch perfect. It was that the final moment of that game is fantastic. Yeah, great title card. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, in general, though, like throughout the game, like John Marston, cool character. Uh, I enjoyed traveling around, which apparently a lot of people didn't. I didn't. I fast so. traveled every, the minute <laughs> every time. Like I was like, I never fast traveled. It's just like, oh, I gotta ride my horse down. No, nope, mine was like, like hey, I'm gonna use this horse really fast to get just outside of town so I can fast travel. And then set up a camp and use my campfire to teleport. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe like a couple things. Like I wish the uh, leveling up stuff, like the town reputation thing, like good and evil, there's kind of that aspect of the game. I I was like basically, I was good the entire time and it basically maxed out like 65% through the game or something. Like it was just like, no, you're just, you're super awesome now. So like I kept doing good things for no real reason. Like it would just pop up and be like, your honesty and like whatnot increased, but it didn't really because it's already maxed out. So they kind of paced that stuff weird. I don't know if they just expected people to do more heinous business, but I didn't want to. Um, and yeah, for for a rock star protagonist, like John Marston is way better justified than Nico Bellic, who does really, really crazy things, and then in cutscenes, like, just kind of cries and mopes about it, which seems kind of, I don't know, bipolar or something. Doesn't quite make sense. John Marston, for the most part, I was I was convinced that he would do most of those things. He does kind of get suckered into doing like working for a couple dumb people that I wouldn't necessarily think he would get into, but whatever. For the most part, yeah, the storytelling, the action is way better than the previous games these guys have made. Um, I really like the setting and stuff, uh, kind of harkening back to you know spaghetti westerns and everything. Um, the multiplayer side of it, I played it for a while and it's okay. I couldn't stand um, it. Yeah, I mean. I, like it, it seems to have caught on okay. Like people are still playing it, but I, I don't know. I played it for like maybe ten hours or something. It unlocked some stuff, but it it definitely doesn't have the same kind of appeal. As Didn't you run into like some idiots who wouldn't stuff. like? Yeah, the the yeah. I guess the thing that really soured me to it was I was just kind of enjoying the open world like part of the game. It's basically like a giant lobby or whatever. Yep. But there's some. There's kind of, like, instances, I guess you could say, that you can do. Like, you go to certain areas and gang members pop up and you kill them all. And there's an achievement for doing that at every single gang hideout. And the last one I had to do, some idiots were just camping there and wouldn't let it respawn. And they just stayed there for, like, an hour. And then I quit because I was really angry. And, yeah. So people can still ruin games, I guess, if they want to, which is too bad because the core game itself is still pretty good. Um, the Undead Nightmare stuff, maybe not the best DLC. Like, I found it kind of ran out of steam kind of early for me. Did I you know, know they put that out on disc by itself? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I get a lot of questions about that at work, too. Like, they were just like, wait, so, like, do I need the first one? It's just like, well, you could actually, if you have the first one, don't buy it here, because it's $10. How much is it on disc? Anyone I said that. Thirty. Um, I think I think it's because they have the multiplayer on there as well. I think is the thing. Oh, so you don't? Do you, so okay, so I actually don't know. Do you need Red Dead Redemption, or can you just have that disc? Uh, if you, you have, you can disc, just have the disc. It's standalone. Disc. Uh, my girlfriend bought okay. it. Yeah, but if you already have Red Dead Redemption and you have hard drive space, don't do that for any reason. Don't don't unless you really want the box on your shelf for some reason. I I, don't I know. does it have. 
I wonder if they do a full thousand because of retail release, though. That would be cool. I don't think so, because I, I remember, like, Mad do. Moxie and Undead Nightmare, or not Undead Nightmare, Doctor... Right, and the if you recall, those Burger King games only had 200 points, so what's with that? True enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, man, but, uh, those games yeah, had Yeah, I liked points. it a lot. That'd be so awesome. No, they had 200. No, I'm saying if, if they, they did, did though, yeah. yeah. I'd be playing so much Sneaking. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'd probably be playing more Pocket Bike Racers. Sneak, sneak that was that was the best of the no, three. Was sneak Pocket King. Bike. Sneak King had sneak the King best was the best in concept, and, and a, yeah, and a great concept. Like it made for a great commercial and great pause, like title screen and everything. Fantastic like, title screen. As far as gameplay goes, yeah, yeah. So Sneak King, uh, number one game of the year. Yeah, yeah. That was on my <laughs> other list. Yeah, like <laughs> you all thought it would be Deadly Premonition, but guess what? Sneak Yaris stuck right in there. Yaris. <laughs> I never yeah. played Yaris. Actually, no, it's uh, Doritos Crash Course. Who's my number one? So, no. That was that was a good free game. I'm done talking about Red Dead. It's really good. I wish... John, you should play it. Um, don't let Sean bum me out about it. Um, Sean, you should get into open world games. Maybe I will with my number two game, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Okay. How do you like that segue? <laughs> that Smooth. was good. I don't... I didn't... Really like it, but okay. I this is your. It, this is it's your basically platform. Assassin's Creed Two with more. Like my one issue yes. with this game was I don't want to go to the bank to get the money. Just get just somehow send it to me. You've already taken enough liberties by I'm playing inside a guy's ancestor. Yeah, I know. And like it, at one point, my bank actually maxed out, and I was like, oh, I just lost out on like forty grand. Man, so yeah, it caps at eighty. But okay, did you like the story? In that oh, I was or? fine with it. it... I'm, I'm never really super attached to the Ezio story. I'm more just like I'm gonna run around and do some weird stuff. And I, exactly. and I actually just went back this week and played through all of the Leonardo stuff because I did figure out figure it out. That's the, all that stuff is yeah. great. I'm in a tank. I'm in like a bombing yeah. machine. The boat thing, I wasn't yeah. super into. The boat one was pretty weak, yeah. Like, the whole mission. Like, sneaking up to that point, and then the thing you get to do, like, yeah. But the tank one, especially, I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty fun. Yeah, and, this and I, I really liked the, the flying one, because it was like, you know what, you don't need to fly over fires, you just make a fire. Yeah, just shoot this bomb, and then fly over and that. That yeah. was really yeah. good. That that was pretty... <laughs> Kind of, I thought that was part of the main story, but I guess, no, not really. And then you get the parachute. I thought you had to weaken Borgia. Which I've yet to try that, the parachute. Oh, yeah, I haven't used that yet. But there's an achievement for it. I totally have that. Yeah, I gotta go climb a castle or something. But, yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, Calling guys in to kill people is fantastic. And I can't, I can't I wait agree. for the next one. Would you be down, like, okay, Assassin's Creed 3, obviously that'll happen. Would you be down for another, like, side story? Huh, I don't, I don't know anymore. Cause like, maybe, maybe if it was just a little bit better plotted, I suppose. Like if they gave me some compelling reason to care about what's going on. Like they'd need some sort of animus framework for that to matter. Okay, to cause me, I was just know? gonna ask. Cause Brotherhood seemed like it would be like a side thing, and then ended up being like a core part of the story. I was gonna say if they were gonna do another side thing, would you need it to also be a core thing, or could you go with just random person that maybe ties in with, like, one aspect. 
Yeah, like if they're just like, yo, subject 16 or something. Well, not even 16, because 16 is important. But like, yo, subject 18. Guess what? He was in Egypt, and just more Assassin's Creed, but now it's in Egypt. Yeah, I'd actually, I'd probably want it to justify itself a little better. Like, or at least tell some sort of interesting, unrelated story outside of the whole thing. Well, knowing Ubisoft, they probably would, considering the multiplayer is justified. Yeah, like, I thought that was pretty slick, the opening cutscene to that. I was like, oh, I just hit the button to play multiplayer, now this is happening, and you know what? I'm glad it is. So, yeah. I played a bit more of that, actually, this past week. I really like it. I played a ton of that this week, actually. Really fun. It has a cool vibe to it, yeah. It's it's definitely different than... And I just love how people who just run around, they may get more kills, but I'm still going to get more points for you for killing, like, two people. Right, because like if you do it from a stealth, you get like three hundred point bonus. Which exactly, is, yeah. If like if you're running kills, at all, yeah. you get a hundred points. If you do it while yeah completely gone, it's a minimum four hundred points. So I literally never run. Yeah, it it is kind of cool just stealthing it up, and I've actually managed to do a reversal or whatever, like a <laughs> so counter. That was that was kind of. I got I yeah. I started using the smoke bomb. Makes things so much easier because the minute you like think someone's yeah. there, some guy pulled that on me, and I was like, "No, yeah, I gotta give it to you." I, I was I was totally gonna stab you. In the face yep. Like the minute I would even think someone's around me, you drop a smoke bomb, you hit B, they can no longer get you, and you get two hundred points. Yeah, yeah. It it's got a neat neat thing to it. That's yeah. I, I'd say that's a cool addition to the game, and I wouldn't mind if they fleshed that out a little more for another one. That'd be good stuff. Okay, uh, John's number one, I guess. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, if that's yeah. What do you think it is? Um. <sighs> Hold on. Let's just let's just think about this. So. Is um, it Galaxy Two? Kirby? No, you didn't really like Kirby. Is it Gal? Oh, Galaxy Two. It might be Galaxy Two. It's Galaxy. Yes. 2. Oh, call Call that one, yeah. Yep. My number one goes to Super Mario Galaxy 2, where I pretty much sat down and tried to do it all in one sitting. Did you do it? No, I couldn't. I, I had to work. Epic, I grew an epic beard. Okay. How, do you like Yoshi in it? Yeah. Um. One thing that bugged me about Yoshi was having to always use the pointer to aim his tongue. That seemed kind yeah. of dumb to me. Some of the, some of it I thought worked okay, like when you're roping up things, but. Aiming at stuff to eat them was kind of annoying. I will say, though, the, like, the levels where Yoshi eats, like, a hot pepper and then it's, like, running levels are awesome. Because they remind me of, like, a lot. A lot of the levels are are really good. good. Like, it it was Nintendo basically letting loose. Well, yeah, because they they just was like, hey, this is the stuff that didn't make it into the first game, so here's all of our crazy ideas. I was way into that. I also like the fact that it was a lot harder than, like, Galaxy 1. That's true. That's true. Sorry. Yeah. Did you end up getting all the stars or no? Yeah, I have all. Uh, is it 242 or 240? I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I don't know. I got nowhere near that. So yeah. I want to say 242. Okay. Do you unlock anything or no? Uh, well, when you beat the first 120, you get the uh, you get the uh, the green stars, which are the other 120. I didn't okay. even get. There. Yeah, that's what I found funny uh, when uh, Giant Bomb was discussing it as their Wii game of the year. They didn't seem to know that there was 240 plus stars. Yeah, I guess they just assumed it was the same. So, 
there's there's a whole another side to it that makes it even better. But they still liked it, just you know, not all of it, I guess. Does does, does it have um? Is there any kind of online anything in that like nope. friends anything? Yeah, it's nothing bad. at all. Oh well. I'm trying to think what else was in that that I did not see. Oh yeah, do you play without Mario's hat at some point? Is that a thing? Uh, not in this game. Oh. That was only in News of Mario Brothers Wii. Did you prefer Mario or Luigi? Uh, Mario, honestly. Yeah, I never, like, I, when I got to the point where it's like, Luigi's there, I'm like, nah, no you're not, just whatever. When, whenever Luigi was an option in a stage, I picked him. But, I mean, like, I still prefer Mario's playstyle. I don't think I ever tried Luigi. I was just like, nah, I'm good with Mario. Thanks anyway. I like Luigi, but yeah, he handled a little weird. All right, and then yeah, yeah, it looks like there are there was 242. Okay. Nathan, last game. I never got as into it, I guess, but oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, it's Deadly Premonition. It's number one. It's number one game. Number one game of the year. <laughs> Which sounds a little weird based on the things you said about it. Like, yes, it is really ugly to look at, and yes, the gameplay is kind of janky. But I just you I were like, in love with that game for months. Like literally, I, I, every second word out of your mouth was Deadly Premonition. It's like, so did you get it yet? Did you play it, dude? How about that whistling part? I could so I could whistle it right now. Um, Thomas and those biscuits. I I know. It just it had it kind of changed a lot. Like I watched Twin Peaks because of yep, that game. So did I. And I love that show too. So it kind of had a positive net gain on my enjoyment of life this year, which I thought was really good. Um. And yeah, just the notion of a surprise, like a complete surprise that no one expected to be anything at all. Like the first time I heard about that game was someone pointing at it at the store I work at and just being like, what is Deadly Premonition? And I turned around and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I believe I, I, I was this? there when they, they shipped in and I was making fun of it because it looked like the dumbest yeah, like, thing. Wow, this box art is terrible. <laughs> yeah, and the box art Like, you look at the back, like and, like, the scariest thing on there is a girl bending backwards, and then with her arms out. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, and that's kind of weird, uh, and then that's every single enemy. Yeah. I think it was the night of the PlayStation, like, meltdown or whatever, when the, uh, like, that weird clock glitch that happened. When it was, you mean, uh, leap year day? Fake leap yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah, fake leap year. When that happened, like, and my PS3 died, I was just like, well, I guess I'll go out. What's this? And I rented it. Um, I'd, I'd read about it prior to that, and I re rented it and played it, and it was just like, wow, this is the best. This is the weirdest, most offbeat kind of approach to everything. Almost to a fault. Like, the map is terrible, but I love that menu so much. There's this deer in the background. Yep. Uh, finding a sandwich in a rusty locker in a sawmill. Is just kind of awesome. Out of my list, it's definitely that, probably one that I'll remember like the longest, just for being so. That's kind of that's kind of why, like, because it it stands outside of time almost because it already looks really dated. So it's not like you can weigh that against it five years from now because it's just like no, it still looks terrible, but it still has all this personality and just this weird story, and like the Zach stuff, like him talking to himself, and the weird ending of that game, where everything just gets all stupid. In a really funny yep. way. Well, the whole thing um, is stupid in yeah. a really funny way. Every single yeah. part of it, like FK and the coffee. Oh, you want me to? You want me to go over to thing. the other side of that bridge, which is like three miles away, and I get to walk? 
Oh, all right. Great. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, the way the way the game handles like the clock and everything, and like no, you just I don't know, like shaving. Uh, your suits get all dirty and stuff if you don't clean them. Like, I don't. I I just listened to our like the earlier podcast where we talked about it first time. I don't think I mentioned that there are turn signals in the game and how much I love that. Yeah, did I? like there's that was like there is details in that game that it's like, why did you put time into this? You're when every single yeah, time like, I'm on stairs, wipers? the controls break. Why couldn't you have fixed that? But no, we needed to yeah. have windshield wipers. Yeah, this, this, I know. <laughs> I love that they threw them in there though, because like so, like playing Mafia, the first one, like they they ostensibly have really realistic traffic controls and stuff. But there's no turn signals, so it totally broke. How many? Wh- can you think of any like, game GTA that had turn stuff. signals? Uh, not not like that game does, where there's actually a designated button yeah. for it. So no which gets bonus points for that, too. And then, yeah, just the crazy cast of characters. At some point, I fully intend to go through with, like, a giant fact and figure out how to get all those cards because some of them are really weird. Like, there's one I've never been able to figure out. It's just behind this fence, but I think you have to go through the sawmill and go through some weird route to even get it. But, yeah, just despite its awfulness in terms of graphics and stuff, like, it, it just really impressed me in terms of how much personality it had. All the movie references. Francis York Morgan is probably one of my favorite characters ever. Uh, yeah, it did it did wonders for just my perception of what a low budget title can actually do. So that's why it's my number one game of the year. All right. Yeah. Yep. Video games. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay. Th- thanks, guys. I, I yeah, that game's great. It's like seventeen dollars now. Like, if I ever have like just money lying around for no reason. I'm just gonna buy a bunch of those. Just hand them out. Play this. It'll be good for you. No, don't go play Modern Warfare 2. Play this. No, play this instead. Like, comedy, man. It's like a really clever, comedic thing, I thought. And Swery is also awesome. Like, that dude's on Twitter all the time just doing weird stuff. Yeah, he is. So, just like, hey, I went to Greece. Here's some photos. It's just like, that's awesome. Thanks, man. And he follows you, too. Yeah, he he does. does that. So all the dumb things I'm saying, I, apparently Swery's reading them somewhere, which makes me happy. So, did uh, yeah. did he? What did he say about the giant bomb endurance runs? Uh, I, can't I don't remember. I don't remember. I think someone like tweeted something at him, and he retweeted something regarding it and stuff. I also follow Francis York Morgan on Twitter, and I think he talks about it a little more. Great. So yeah. Those, those were some great in-character tweets, too. Like, part of it is just the weird community that sprung up out of the game. Like, the weird, like, actual cult following that loves something kind of bad. It's, it's impressive when a game gets a cult following like that. Yeah, because movies have had that for decades. Especially, like, like Rocky Horror this Picture early. That, a lot of the time, onwards. it's like, yeah, that game came out, like, three years ago. I remember being great. Whereas now, it's like, yeah. this game like, just guess... came out. I love it. Like, I guess Katamari had kind of a strange little thing where people heard about it in a weird way and got into it, but not not quite the same level of, like, passion. And also that game is, like, objectively kind of good, whereas this one is really hard to dig through the garbage to find the awesomeness at the center of it. So, yeah, I, I really like it. Sorry, sorry again. Conclusion again, Deadly Premonition Game of the Year. For Nathan. Sean... Yes. All oh, right. Sorry. That's my choice. Um, we are, yeah, we already know what Sean's number Mine's Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect. All right. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's it. That's our games. 
That's the yeah. And I, I guess we already brought up a handful of them over the course of it, but in general, like there were some other solid games out there too that came close. Yeah, I had a huge list at the beginning of last. This. I I had about like fifteen. I had like stuff like Costume Quest, Dance Central, I had, like Golden Sun, Alan Wake, Darksiders, Winter Bottom. Well. Remember that? No More yeah. Heroes Two. Getting some pies. I have like there's some yeah like I need to either go back to or actually play them like uh, No More Heroes two I never ended up beating. And, well, I mean uh, like I a lot of the triple A's this year I didn't play like Halo Reach, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, Mass I like I like those too. Like I liked Halo Reach quite a bit, but it didn't quite you know make the cut for me, mainly because the story didn't really do much for me. But the multiplayer was really really awesome, and Dead Rising for me too. Yeah, like, Dead was Rising really was on my list, it. and I liked it a lot. It just kind of didn't quite, uh, you know, pan out quite like I wanted it to. Like, I wanted Survivor Mode, but yeah. So yeah, 2010, great year for games, in general, I would say. I guess we'll be back next week, um, with an actual episode. Yeah, with the regular stuff. Like, th- there was some new stuff that happened this week, but we won't really get into it. Um, yeah, 2011, it's on. Thank <laughs> you.